Hello everyone and welcome back to A Pinch of Pixie Dust the Podcast. I'm your host Mandy. And I'm your other host Alyssa. And we are here to talk all things Disney. As always. Yes. So this week's episode is a very spooky and weird one. Yeah, it is a little creepy. So we're actually going to break this episode kind of down into two different parts. And this is going to be all about spooky facts and theories that go along with Walt Disney World. So the first half is going to be more about the parks and like general things. And then the second half is going to be scary theories about the movies. Yes. So do we want to start with the park facts or the movie facts or do we want to go one and one um let's go park facts first okay so the first fact isn't really creepy it's just gross but if you ever hear a cast member call for code v that means someone vomited so yum so yeah (laughs) delish um so just a gross fact i mean not much you could say just like don't go near them if they call for a code V, I guess. Stay away from code Vs. Yes. Yeah. Um, apparently, all the plants in Tomorrowland are edible, which is kind of... I actually think that's cool. It is, but like... Can you imagine just going around like eating plants out of Tomorrowland? I mean, like, people like, I mean, not this podcast specifically, but if like Disney announced that, like, you know people would be going around and like, trying to eat them. Pulling leaves off of... Pl- like, it's gross. Don't eat the plants. I mean, I get they're edible, but just don't eat them. Okay. So, back when Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was a thing, the ride ended with Mr. Toad from the Wind in the Willows, and apparently he was driving into an oncoming train, and he arrived in hell. That is horrifying. Why would anyone end a ride that way? Well, and it's a Disney ride. Like, I get Disney is dark, it's sometimes. Right. It's not always perfect for kids. Look at the beginning of Haunted Mansion. Right. But, like, that's frightening. So he basically, like... Dies. Dies. And then goes to a bad place. And we witness it. It's creepy. That is creepy. I don't like it. (laughs) Okay, these two are movie facts, but they're not frightening like yours are. They're just weird. So the first one is, back when Finding Nemo was a movie, and like it was at its height in popularity, kids started to flush their pet fishes down the toilet, hoping that they would end up in the ocean. Fun fact, the fish don't end up in the ocean. Yeah, it's probably not good for the fish's health, I'm guessing. But they would flush them down the toilet. That's so bad. Thinking they'd be free. In reality, not so much. No. <laughs> And then the other one, back when Princess and the Frog was at its height, kids were kissing frogs, and in the process, hundreds of children were hospitalized due to salmonella. Oh, no. (laughs) That's unfortunate. That is so, like, mm, that's rough. That is rough. Could you admit, like, And, you know, doctors were coming in and they were like, hey, little Timmy, what happened? I kissed a frog. <laughs> and they were like, don't do that. Don't, don't kiss frogs. Like, don't do that. It's gross. Okay. Apparently, on Space Mountain, someone was decapitated. And that's why you have all of the warnings saying, you know, keep your arms, feet, legs, head, all that good stuff in the moving vehicle because... You don't want to get decapitated. Could you imagine the cast member that, like... Oh, no. They are scarred. 
for life. That's so That's so sad. I'm guessing that they must have been, like, standing up or something because... I mean, sitting down, they make it so there's enough clearance, even if you're very tall. So I'm assuming, like, they must have been standing up or something. I mean, unless they were just, like, ridiculously, like, ridiculously tall. But even then, you would think that they would build a coaster for all heights to clear. Like, I sink down in my seat on Space Mountain because I'm scared I'm going to hit my head and I'm only 5'3". Right. (laughs) So I feel like for, like, 6 foot, 7 foot people... They probably that do. must be really scary for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, that must be terrifying. Okay. So, this next one. A spirit of a little boy lurks in the haunted mansion in Orlando. Now, again, we don't know if that's true. But cast members think so. But cast members think so. And again, like, if they're seeing a little boy run around, that's a little scary. Yeah, that's so, very scary. Yeah. So, next time you're in haunted mansion, mind your P's and Q's, be nice. And, you know, hopefully that spirit won't come home with you. Oh my god, is that what they mean? Maybe. Listen, I just scared myself. <laughs> um, little boy, if you're currently with us, please leave. Just go back to your home in the Haunted Mansion. They'll feed you there. You got better food there. I, I can offer you. need to eat. I can offer them, like, Easy Mac. He's a little boy. He might enjoy that, though. I was going to say, I like some Easy Mac. Me, too. I run it for lunch, like, all week. Besides the point. But I do love me some Easy Mac. Okay. Uh, My next fun fact, and I'm telling you right now, I was scared of Small World. Now I'm terrified. The characters in Disneyland's It's a Small World ride come to life even when unplugged. Cast members often swear that they see the dolls blink or appear in different places than the day before absolutely not i bet you love that fact because absolutely you can't not. stand dolls to begin with i'm not i'm not go i'm done like i always said i was never going on small world i'm telling you right now i am never going on small world ever i'll see if i can get it no. on the no. right in december absolutely not because i guarantee you i will be one of those people that see one of those dolls blink and i'm gonna jump out of my boat and swim to safety no. I'll kick it in the process if I have to. Absolutely not. I'm terrified. Okay. Uh, speaking of spirits and things moving, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney World is haunted by a spirit named George. I want to say we knew that fact. Yeah. Or we've heard that before. I've, we, I've heard that. Because I'm pretty sure cast members, like, say goodnight, George, mm-hmm. before they, like, you know, hit, like, the final lights. I want to say we knew that. But, oh, scary. Okay, maybe I shouldn't swim, though, Uh, because this fact is a teen drowned trying to swim from the Tom Sawyer Island back to the main Disneyland park. Oh, that's not good. That's sad. I didn't realize the water was that deep. Yeah. I mean, I guess because it holds like a boat. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah. Stay in the boat, guys. (laughs) Yeah, don't, don't swim, don't swim. And then my final fact. A cast member was crushed between the walls of Disneyland's America Sings ride. Now, obviously, I don't think that's been there for a while. Yeah. But that is sad. That is very sad. I don't like that. Okay, so we're going to move on to the movie section. And I just wanted to let you guys know there were a couple different articles I used to find some of these theories. Um, The first one was from BuzzFeed. 
Um, there was one from 17.com and there was also one from digitalspy.com. Okay. If you wanted to know where some of these theories came from. Okay, so my first theory is that Carl and Up is actually dead. Stop. How do you feel about that? No, Lisa? no, no. I don't like this. I already don't like this. But if you think about it, there are a lot of parallels between someone who has passed away and what we think of as like the afterlife. So, for example, the trip to Paradise Falls would be like the trip to the afterlife. And then Russell, he is like an angel trying to earn his wings. You know how he's trying to like get a badge so that's him trying to, like, earn his wings as an angel. Stop. No. And then also, Charles Muntz is actually a demon trying to drag Carl to the underworld. And he has, he even has dogs, and they're supposedly, like, hellhounds. Like little demon dogs? Yeah, like demon dogs in this theory. I don't like this. I don't like this theory either, This but... makes me actually want to, like, cry. Like, but this it's... is not okay. But, I mean, like, I don't think it's true. But it does make sense if you look at it that way. I mean, it... Does it definitely adds up, but no, that movie's like too cute and happy to be sad. Well, I well, mean, it is sad at the beginning, it's super sad, but I mean, but... the rest of it is too happy and cute to be about like the afterlife. I mean, watch Disney come out in a few years and say that's really what it was. Probably all these theories are true, <laughs> right? But no, uh uh-uh. uh, I don't like it. No. Okay, so my second one, I bet you have heard of this because it is about your absolute favorite movie. Aladdin! It is about Aladdin, and supposedly, according to this theory, Aladdin takes place in a post-apocalyptic, I have trouble saying that word, but in the future. (laughs) And here is the evidence to support that. So, Genie references a lot of things, like, in the 20th century in the movie. Yes. And supposedly, like, he's been in the lamp for 10,000 years. So how would he So the 20th century would have been, like, 10,000 years ago, supposedly. So that would be way in the future, if that were the case. Yeah, and apparently, too, and I know you don't have this written down, but there's a theory that Genie is actually the merchant in the beginning of the movie. He's also the older man that we see whenever, like, he's chained up. Mm-hmm. You remember that old guy? I do. Apparently that's also Genie, so he might be like a little shape-shifting boy. I've I also heard that the whole movie basically is a story that the merchant made up to try to sell the lamp. So it's just the merchant being creative and like a good salesman to sell this lamp. He's a really good salesman then. Yeah. <laughs> like, hire him for your team if you're like... Looking for salespeople? Yeah, trying to sell a car or a house or a boat. I don't know. He'll come up with amazing movies Yeah, to sell stuff for you. But I was going to say, that theory's not as bad. Like, it's weird to think about, but it's not disappointing. Like right. the first one you gave me. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, just to add on to that, apparently, I've never played this video game, but apparently there's a video game called Aladdin, and it was on the Sega Genesis, so this is a while back. Okay. But it featured an unexploded atomic bomb and a stop sign. So, if Aladdin is supposed to be, like, in the past, kind of, and there's atomic bombs and, like, stop signs, that's more from the future. So, they're saying it happened after stop signs and after the atomic bomb. That's kind of weird. Yeah. That means that's probably true. That one might be legit. It might be. I don't like this. (laughs) Don't ruin my movies. Okay, this one is the one I am, like, 
horrified over thinking about, but it might be true. Oh, no. I hate this. Okay. So the theory is that Kristoff is actually wearing Sven's mom no, in the movie. No, I'm leaving. No. I don't like no. this at all. No. Okay, so as you know, like both Sven and Kristoff are orphans, right? I'm literally going to go home and hug my Sven pillow. Pop. I'm so <laughs> upset. Well, and like the way that Arendelle is so cold, like the ice harvesters, it would make sense that they would have dressed Kristoff in like furs and pelts and things like that. Well, why couldn't it have been another reindeer? Why is it going to be his mom? It could have been, but since they're saying since Sven is an orphan, that that might be what happened. Well, maybe one of the other ice pickers are using... His mom's fur and not Kristoff. I'm saying that she died of natural causes. Or that. And she wanted her son's new friend to be warm. So it was a thing like, you know, she she died of natural causes. So then Kristoff got to stay warm. So that makes it a little bit better. Or maybe we just say she didn't die and he's not wearing reindeer. Okay. Because he would never wear reindeer. Or that. Because Sven is his best friend. <laughs> Don't do this to me. I'm upset. Okay, so the next one's a little bit better. Is it funny? I think. I don't think it's funny, but it's not totally... De- well, it is kind of depressing, actually. Shoot. No one dies, though. Okay, well, that's good. So that's a plus. There's no reindeer death. Okay, so the theory is, is that Andy's mom is actually kind of like a villain in Toy Story 2. And here is why. So there's a little girl in the movie, Emily, who owns Jessie, and she abandons Jessie. And it just so happens that Andy's mom happens to be the right age to have been Emily. And we don't really know her first name. So it could be Emily. We don't know. Okay. Also, Andy has a Jesse hat in the first movie. And the theory says that the Andy's mom passed down the Jesse hat to Andy. Okay. So they're saying that, Je- that Andy's mom abandoned Jesse and she was the one who made Jesse cry basically but does that really make her like a villain doesn't necessarily make her a villain no it just makes it a sad situation I guess but I mean you gotta think right like the whole point of like the Toy Story movies are like you know when a kid grows up they no longer need their toys right and the toys go to another kid that needs them right so how do we know it wasn't a situation like that I mean I mean I guess because Jesse was like you know she felt abandoned that's all yeah but, like, I don't... That's extreme to call her a villain. I, I do agree with that. But... But maybe. Maybe. Her name's probably, like, Margaret, though, let's be honest. Probably. Probably. She ain't no Emily. She doesn't <laughs> look like an Emily. <laughs> okay. So, this, sadly, next one. We're back to people dying. No! Mandy, stop! No. So, in this theory, it was actually Captain Hook who killed Ariel's mom. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. So... You find out that Queen Athena, who is Ariel's mom, is killed by pirates in the movie The Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginnings. I don't know this movie. Yeah, it's a sequel. I don't remember it at all, but continue. Okay, so you find out that she's killed by pirates. And if you watch Peter Pan in the little, like, lagoon scene with all the mermaids, yeah, there's a red-headed mermaid. And the mermaids are absolutely terrified of Hook. And if Hook would have killed one of their own, that would be obvious reason for them to be afraid of him. So the theory is that that red-headed mermaid was Ariel's mom. And since she was killed by pirates, Hook was the pirate. Dang, that's rough. Yeah. 
That's a little rough. Yep. Although, I, I mean, I feel like that one's maybe more of a stretch. Probably. Right? Because, like, who knows it was him? There were, like, other pirates, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we know it wasn't another pirate? And they're just afraid of all pirates because... Could be. Could be. Could be. But, I mean, Hook is kind of a jerk, so... Anything's possible. Anything's possible with a little faith, trust, and pixie dust. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's the right place to use that, but hey. Why not? Why not? Okay. So our next little spooky theory is that Mother Gothel is actually the evil queen in Snow White. But she dies in... But maybe she doesn't die. That's the thing. thing. That's kind of the thing. You never see... Actually see her dead. She just falls. True, so she could have just taken off. And is it with any, like, horror movie? Like, if they're, you don't see them dead? The killer comes back. The killer always comes back. So, the theory is that she fell, but she did not die in Snow White. And it, there's a lot of similarities. Like, their castles look an awful lot alike. Like, the Arendelle ca- or not Arendelle, Corona Castle looks a lot like the castle in Snow White. Okay. Um, hold on, I just had to go to the next page here. Um, oh, they both have an obsession with being young and beautiful. Yeah. Like in Snow White, um, the evil queen didn't like Snow White, basically, because she wasn't the fairest anymore. And if you think about it, we never see the queen's hair. Because she always wears that, like, thing. Right. Over her, like, and then she always has, like, the little cape, the hood. Mm-hmm. And also, so Mother Gothel's outfit does actually not fit with the time period that um, Rapunzel is, or Tangled is set in. Right. It's actually an older fashioned from, like, the time of when, like, Snow White would have happened. So, that is the theory, that they are one and the same. That's a good theory. Yeah. I like that one. I think that one's been my favorite so far. Oh, there was also something too. sorry, I like read this big long Reddit post. I only wrote down like the main points, Mm -hmm. but there was something about too. if you looked at, was it the castle or the box that the queen used in Snow White? It had little suns on it. Like, there's sun imagery all over Tangled, but there was sun imagery in Snow White as well. Yeah, but okay, realistically, though, Disney wasn't thinking that far ahead. No, they weren't. So, this kid... Oh, my God, but, like, what if they were, though? Like, what if Tangled was all the way back in, like, when Snow White came out, and they were like, we're gonna make this one day, and it sat in a vault for years? Or, or, they've had the sun imagery in Snow White already and they knew that so then they put it into tangled to show hey there's a connection i don't know man disney's trippy yep i'm into it let's keep going how many more you got hopefully more i do have more yes okay um so the next theory is that and actually we've kind of talked about this briefly when we talked about the pixar theory okay so the theory is that cars actually killed humans they ran them over (laughs) so in the pixar theory we know that ai is one of like the groups that are like I don't want to say vying for power because that's not really it, but like when one's doing well, the others tend not to. Yeah. And we do know that AI does take over at one point. And basically this theory 
says that cars use their AI to basically get rid of the humans and then they assume their personality. Mm. And there's even some evidence to suggest this from one of the creative directors of cars. His name is Jay Ward and he said in an interview that cars took over using advanced AI and took on the personalities of their former owners. He literally said that. I don't like it. So... That's that theory. Everybody boycott cars. That's scary. (laughs) Don't boycott cars. I've never seen cars, but that's terrifying. Okay. So my next theory. I don't know. It's from Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. And this is about Calhoun. And the theory is that Calhoun kind of killed her husband. This is a huge stretch, just so you know. Okay. Okay. So... Okay, so in the movie, cybugs turn into what they eat, and that is what attacked Calhoun's husband-to-be at the altar when they were getting married. Right. So the theory says that if they turn into what they eat, then if the bug ate Brad, her husband-to-be, then it would have assumed his appearance. And you see her shooting at the bug, but you don't see what the bug looks like at that point. So the theory is at the time that she shot the bug, it looked like her husband-to-be Brad. Right, but if it was already a bug, then she didn't kill her husband. She no, killed the bug she killed that, the bug that looked like him. That ate her husband. Exactly. That literally killed her husband. Exactly. So, uh, like I said, this theory is a big time stretch, because it's not actually him. It just might have looked like him at the time. Which I'm sure is still, like... I mean, she was clearly traumatized. Yeah, I would have been. So if, like, you're, like, looking at somebody that looks like your husband that isn't your husband, but was your husband at one point, it's a little frightening. It is. Pew, pew. (laughs) Okay. I think I have two more. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I think a lot of people have heard this theory. And it is basically that Anna and Elsa's parents didn't die in a shipwreck, but were actually eaten by leopards. Okay. Okay. So... The director of Frozen, his name is Chris Buck, he told MTV that he always imagined Tarzan as Anna and Elsa's brother. So that would mean that when they went on their little ship and they wrecked, they survived. And they ended up near the jungles where Tarzan takes place. Mm -hmm. And in Tarzan, Tarzan's mom and dad are basically attacked and killed by leopards. The theory states that Anna and Elsa's parents had Tarzan, then were attacked by the leopard, and that's how they actually died. And Anna and Elsa don't know, but they have a brother, Tarzan. Okay. That 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 could that could maybe work. Yeah. I feel like that could work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's my last one. Okay. Peter Pan is actually the angel of death. Probably, because he's creepy. Yeah. So, the lost boys never grow up, right? Right, because they passed on his children. Yes, exactly. And basically, Peter Pan's like the Grim Reaper coming to like get their well, souls. Let me tell you, if I saw him in my window at night, uh-uh. You'd be running. I, no, no, no. I'd go out that window and whoop, nope, you ain't taking me. And in this theory, Hook is actually, like, a devil character. Okay. And Neverland is the afterlife. I mean, I guess that's not the worst place to, like, end up. Right. Like, Neverland was fine. It's weird, though. Like, normally, 
in, I guess, my vision of an afterlife, there's like a good place and a bad place. Mm-hmm. Neverland was kind of both rolled into one because there were like good things about Neverland. But then also like some... But also like scary things like Hook, for example. Right. Hmm. So it's an interesting take on the afterlife, if that's what it is. That's a good way. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. I don't know. But I just know Peter Pan's a little creepy. I know so many people like Peter Pan. (laughs) I I get it. But, like, it is a little weird that he, like, breaks into, like, children's rooms. Well, we know lots of people not like Peter Pan. That, like, aren't creepy? They aren't. They're, They're great. They're our listeners. They're wonderful people. Yes, and we want to thank them now. This is for listening to the episode pre-show party. We want to thank our listeners in Bismarck, North Dakota, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Bethel Park, Pennsylvania. Thank you to our listeners in Bowling Green, Ohio, San Jose, California, Rochester, New York. Thank you to our listeners in Austin, Texas, Mississauga in Canada, Wilmington, Delaware. Thank you to our listeners in Brownsville, Texas. Thank you to our listeners in Osaka in Japan, Oakley, California, Concord, North Carolina, Thank you to our listeners in Finchley in England, Wellsville, Ohio, Roxbury, New York, and last but certainly not least, Baguio City in the Philippines. Thank you guys so much for listening. We truly appreciate you. Thank you guys. Well, everyone, that will do it for this week's spooky episode. We want to know what is your favorite spooky fact or theory. Let us know on Facebook or Instagram at a pinch of pixie dust podcast. You can also email us at pinch of pixie dust at outlook.com. And until next time, guys, we, we hope, hope your lives are full of faith, trust, and pixie dust. Bye, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Have a wonderful spooky season. <laughs>